Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 178, and it is titled The Biggest Mistakes Men Make When Trying to Attract Women. Okay, a couple of things. We got a, you know, a little housekeeping right from the start here. This is not about being a pickup artist. Like, let's just get that out of the way. We do not condone people who consider themselves pickup artists and just want to see how many women they can pick up and how many women they can sleep with. That is not what this is about. If this were about that, you would actually get a much different list of stuff because it would really be all about like, you know, whatever it takes. This is going to be for men who actually really want to attract quality women and relationships. So, you know, the guys are like, I can never find a girlfriend or I never seem to to choose the right women and Oh, this always comes out in a few years in a relationship. I've dated several women. We only have we always have issues. Right, exactly. So that's that's really what this is about. And you know, ladies, even though this might be about how men can attract women, I would highly suggest you listen to this. Because one, I think you're gonna agree with a lot of what we say. Like you'll probably be sitting there like doing the bobblehead thing, going, Yes, that's exactly what I want. And send it to all of your man friends. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> send it to your man friends. <laughs> um, and you know, what you might also get out of it if you're a woman is you might not realize that these are things that you actually do want. And by listening to this, you might go, Oh, you know, I never really thought of it that way, but but they're right. That is actually what I would want a man to do, right? So it might actually help the ladies on the dating scene as well. All right. Well, I'm excited about today's show, but before we dive into our subject, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. All right, so we have actually a lot of mistakes. And by the way, I kind of want to say out front, like, don't get all worried. Like, we, I think we have like 13 of them. Uh-huh. Um, the idea, we're not like pointing a finger or saying like, oh, you're doing all of these things wrong, is for you to know like, hey, how can you change things for the better? Yeah, I know. This is, <laughs> you have to realize, like, we just have to say this, right? If we want anybody to actually hear this show, <laughs> we have to come up with creative titles that get people like, ooh, yeah, I want to know what that is, right? This is just, this is how you do anything across social media and how you get noticed today. It's called marketing. It's called marketing, right? So I, don't get hung up on, oh, sure, it's always the guy's fault, right? Because this is these are sometimes the, the feedback that we get on YouTube and such where, oh, yeah, you're always blaming the guys. It's always the guys, guys, you know. Look, it's not about that. What we're really trying to do here is help you. 
help you do the right things. And there、okay? will be a part two at some point for the women. Exactly. So let's talk first about some of the mistakes. Number one, they go to the wrong places. So if you are wanting to attract a certain type of woman, you need to go where she hangs out, not where. You don't want to go like where are, where there are women that you wouldn't want to date. Well, the, here's here's how this shows up a lot, right? Like I, I can make up numerous examples, but how about a guy who's like really outdoorsy? You know, like he's he's totally into doing sports and things outdoors, and then you know he goes to like a fancy nightclub to try to pick up women. <laughs> And then he's later on. They're like six months down, a year down in the relationship, and he's like, "She never wants to go camping with me. She never, you know." And look, ladies who like to go to clubs, I know that there are women who like to go to clubs who still love to do outdoorsy things. It's just an example, but the point is, is that if you want to find somebody that likes to do the same things you do, has a similar interests to you, then go do those things that you're interested in, and find the people who are doing those same things. If you go someplace to try to specifically to try to meet somebody, and it's not the sort of place that you would ever really be, or that's not really your personality, then what are the chances are that you're going to find somebody that is compatible with you? Well, and you want to think too about age groups and maybe also I don't know if the, the term class is the right word, but you know if you're looking、oh, for so now you're offensive. I know that's you what I'm said、like. the dirty word. You realize in Western society we do not admit there's a class structure, even there, though there very clearly is. There clearly is, and so you got to be aware of that depending on who you want to be with. And so sometimes it's easier to go to.、Uh, Different place. That's not exactly who you are because it's easier to get the girl, right? But it doesn't make for a long-term relationship. So, by the way, all of these that we are sharing today is to help you to have a long-term relationship. It's not just to have like a one-time fling because I think it's easier to just have a one-time fling. At at least for many people, maybe not for you, but for many well, yeah,、people. and that's why I said in the beginning of the show, if we were doing this for for pickup artists, there'd be a very different list、Absolutely. because you wouldn't care about long term compatibility. But here you do. Number two, they pretend to be someone they other than they are.、Uh, this is huge.、Uh, that's why it's at the beginning of the list because <laughs> we we couldn't go we couldn't go too quickly by this one if we ran out of time at the end. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest mistake, and ladies do this too. By the way, this is not just men. So many people in the dating world do this, which is they're on their absolute best behavior. They do things that they wouldn't normally do three years into the relationship. Like you know, <laughs> like a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm on the first date. I'm going to impress her, show her what a chivalrous man I am. I'm going to open the door for her. You know. And then, like six months later, she's like, "Where's the dude who used to open the door? I, I really like that. What happened to him?" Right? Well, because it wasn't him; it was him <laughs> pretending. What if you're a guy who burps a lot or farts a lot, and then at first you hold it back, and then you rip it all out? It, true story. It it has happened. So, you know, <laughs> it may not be who she wants to be with. She'd be like, "Oh, I'm stuck with that. Had I known that from the beginning, I may not have gone in that relationship." Personally, I mean, okay, look. <laughs> just this is so funny, but like I would never recommend to any guy that like on a first date you just rip one. But I will say this: it is important to be yourself. So if it's important for you to be able to just rip one, then yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. You didn't know we were going there today, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I really didn't. <laughs> uh, but just, just to, 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 to finish that point, because it's so big, I don't want to laugh it off. But the reality is, is you have to be who you are. There's a couple more on this list that are somewhat related to that. So we'll get a little deeper into that as we get deeper into the list. But just keep in mind, if she is attracted to you or falls in love with you because of somebody you're pretending to be, it's never going to work out well in the long run because you're never going to be able to keep it up. Eventually, you're going to revert back to who you really are and she's not going to like it. And, you know, being exactly who you are is a lot to do with being upfront with your thoughts and ideas and not holding things back because you're afraid of not being liked. Uh, so it's not just about like, oh, the behaviors, but also just about your ideas. What a perfect segue into number three, which the first half, no, but the second half, yes. Number three is... They try to be the nice guy and they try hard to be liked. So they're similar yet different. So let's tackle the first half. They try too hard to be the nice guy. Okay, now, Celine, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do women generally find the nice guy sexually attractive? Most of the time, no. They will find him adorable or like my best friend or I'm like super great, but it's not somebody that uh, they will want to have sex with. Okay. So you're on a first date or maybe you haven't even gotten the first date yet. You're literally just trying to attract her wherever you are and get her to have a first date with you. <laughs> She's not going to do that if she thinks you're like friend zone material or if she does say yes to like getting a cup of coffee at Starbucks or something like that. You're going to find out that it's totally platonic and be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, the thing that's interesting is about the balance because while there are women who are attracted to the bad boy and all of that, ultimately we do want to have a nice man. But a nice man is somebody who uh, will treat us right, but not who's like a... How do you say that when you wipe your feet off, you know? A like, doormat. A doormat. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> what's the name of that again? Right. So you want to be nice. Like mm -hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to be an ass, right? Correct. But you don't want to be that super soft, wishy-washy, nice guy bending over backwards because you don't want to offend, which brings us to the second half of this one, which is they try too hard to be liked. I, you know, this is maybe not true of all women, but I think it's true of most women. They are fantastic bullshit detectors. <laughs> That's true. They really are. And if you are trying too hard to be liked, they will know it. And here's the thing. They won't respect you. Is, am I correct on that? Absolutely. They're not going to respect you if they think that you are just desperately trying to be liked. <laughs> Now, which leads us to our mistake number four, um, which is about suppressing your sexuality. Because I think it kind of like all goes hand in hand. So there's the nice guy and then there's, well, I'm going to repress my sexuality because I do not want to be a sexual predator. But the problem with that is if you don't show up being a sexual being from the start, you're most likely going to end in the friend zone category. And it's very difficult to move away from the friend zone category to become a lover or, or something else. Yeah, we, we have a perfect example. This just happened with a friend of ours recently. Um, she's been back in the dating scene again, and she met this guy. And this guy is, he's good looking. He's athletic. He's actually quite wealthy. Um, he's got a lot going on in his life. And they went on multiple dates 
and there was like literally zero move from him whatsoever. And you know, a lot of times, right, women, you don't like it so much when the guy comes on to you like right away and starts, you know, sort of propositioning you and stuff like that. That's mistake number five. Right. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But but what you do like is after you've had a few dates and you're starting to see that there's some potential here, you're like, okay, now why isn't he hitting on me? Why isn't he mm-hmm. trying at least a little bit, right? Yes. Yes. yes, I mean, I'm nodding yes, so yeah. it's true. <laughs> Not everybody is watching on YouTube. <laughs> that is correct. You know, though, what's interesting about that is it's such delicate balance again, but I do think that it's important to be a sexual being. Now, you don't have to pour it on the other person, but to just have that little zing and energy, that spark from the start is important. Right, because you want to create that spark. You want mm-hmm. to create that attraction, that polarity. Yeah. And let's face it, women want to be wanted. That's true. We do. You do. You want to be wanted. Even if you don't necessarily want to give it, <laughs> you at least want to be wanted, right? Like mm-hmm. you want to know that. Um, there was another piece to this, suppressing the sexual... Oh. Yes, it just came back to me. Here's another problem with suppressing your sexuality, which is that if you are a sexual being, and sex is an important part of a relationship to you, and for many it is. I mean, it is for both of us. I know it's not for everybody, so if it's not your thing, that's fine. But for a lot of people, it is. And the problem is, is if you suppress it too much and you come across as not really being very sexual, let's say that that person that you are courting is the type who isn't very sexual. They're going to go, this is great. This is a perfect match. Like, he's totally not pressuring me for any kind of anything. Like, this is perfect. This is what I need. Then you get into a relationship. And then later on down the road, you're kind of like, okay, this is getting ridiculous now. Like, when is this sex going to happen, right? And then you start, you know, being more of your normal sexual self. And then she's like, I don't understand what's wrong with you. All you ever want is sex. Don't you love me for who I am? And blah, 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 right? You see how this creates problems down the road. (laughs) Now let's talk about the other side of this, which is to be too overtly sexual to start with. And I know it can be tricky because, you know, you don't want to suppress your sexuality, but you also don't want to be on the opposite side where you're like overtly sexual from the start. And as much as we love to be desired to be like a sexual object, there is a fine line. And usually we do need to have some time of connection first with the person before we feel flattered by that. If we only seen as a piece of meat from day one, it's usually not what we want. It might be what we want to for like a one night stand or something like this, but usually not for a long term relationship. Yeah, I know. Right now, all the guys are rolling their heads going, oh, for fuck's sake, these women are so difficult, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's not really that difficult. Really, it's just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't try too hard, but try. (laughs) That's the key to try. And I know the climate is really challenging for a lot of men nowadays because there's always a fear of being called a predator, being like put as like, an abuser and you're like, I don't want to offend her. And 
it I find the dating scene to be challenging and it's 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 challenging both for men and women because they don't really have clear roles anymore and to be truly honest as much as women love and want to be independent they still do want to be chased they still want that to happen most of the time and so you got to find that perfect balance there yeah it's an, it's an interesting contradiction <laughs> that is so true that is so true Let's let's move on to question to mistake number six because mm-hmm. I think it's a very important one to talk about. And so it's if you focus too much on getting to know you questions. So when it comes to asking questions to women, you know, like I'll be very honest. If if you like keep asking me, so what is this about you and this and that, like and and try to make connection or a conversation happen by asking all these questions, I will absolutely shut down. Like I will not enjoy it. Now, not every woman is like this, uh, but again, we're giving you these guidelines. We don't really want to be interrogated, but I, I get it from the man's point of view. It's like it's somebody new. You don't really know a lot about them yet, and so you're you're trying to avoid awkward silences. You're yeah, but tell, to learn let me stuff. tell you what you should say instead, rather yeah, than asking all the questions. I'm yes, like, hold yes. on, I was still in the middle of my thoughts. Let me finish that because I'm please. about to give you a jam here. So rather than just like, what do you do? What's this? What's that? Like. You let her talk a little bit. And when she mentions something like, well, um, I don't know, like I had lunch with um, my girlfriend. It's like, tell me more. Tell me more is an open-ended question where she gets to explore more. Or how does that make you feel? (laughs) That's a great one to ask a woman, yes. (laughs) You just opened the door to feelings and connection and her to be able to talk about exactly what she wants. And to tell me more, it means you are interested and you want her to talk, which we all really want. We want to be able to just be like, Chatty Cathy. And at the same time, like, how does that make you feel also brings that connection to the emotion. So these would be the better questions because it also requires you to listen. You don't just go, so how does that make you feel? Like, it has to be coming from the discussion. <laughs> you know, like it could be like, I had... This I, can, I can see it now. He's got the questions like written, <laughs> written in the palm of his hand and she's speaking and he's like... How does that make you feel? Looking at his hand. So how does that make you feel? <laughs> no, it's got to be timed appropriately. <laughs> absolutely. But but you're absolutely right, which is that it's it's much more personal and it creates much more connection if the questions are more genuine, you know? So when you so tell me about your job. I mean, not that you can't ask those questions cuz you know, what somebody does for a living does tell you something about their personality and all, but you know, go deeper than that and ask follow-up <laughs> questions and be curious about who she is, but don't get too caught up in the, yeah, basically the list of questions, the standard list of questions that you probably ask every single woman on every date that you go on. That's good. No. All right. Mistake number seven, you display too much nervousness and insecurity around women. Oh, this one is so good. Here's the thing. <laughs> when we see a guy who looks frail because the insecurity and the nervousness makes you weak, oh, we want 
We want to smash you. We want to be like, let me show you how strong I am. And you're so weak, pathetic. I know it sounds terrible, but um, there is a part of us. Like if we, we basically don't want to date a man who's weaker than us. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about testing uh, at the end of the list. But yeah, basically what you're doing is you, you want to know if he can handle you and any situations that might arise. I mean, all of this stuff when you're, when you're dating, you're trying to meet people, it's all kind of just sussing out like, okay, what is it that I'm looking for? Am I looking for just sex one night stand? Am I looking for just a little fun dating? Am I looking for a relationship? Each one of those has a different level of criteria that you have to meet. And all of this stuff is assessing whether or not those criteria can be met through this particular connection. So, yeah, you, you, you want to know those things. And, you know, it's fine to be a little bit nervous because everybody is uh, both, but, but both sides. But it's but how it's you how. show up, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's uh, do you show up and, uh, uh, and you're like, your voice is a little shaky and you're like, you're, <laughs> you're tripping on your words. Are you shaking a little? Are you afraid to ask for things? Like, oh, uh, um, is, is it okay if we go here? Like, no, no. <laughs> no. No, of course you're going to be nervous, especially if she's really hot, you're really attracted to her, you're like, oh yeah, and it's okay to be nervous, just don't show it. You know, it's just like any other, you know, sort of high stress situation. Like think about if you're in the boardroom, right? You're in the boardroom and you're, I don't know, you're having a meeting with investors or or with uh, another company you're going to do some sort of joint venture with. Do you show up like a wishy-washy, like, you know, no, of course not. They're going to walk all over you and your company and you are going to get completely screwed, right? But at the same time, are you nervous about it? Of course you are, because you know that deal is probably going to be worth a million dollars or more to you, right? So yeah, you're nervous. You want to make it happen, but you don't show it to them. Same thing here. Powerful stuff. We're going to do a small break here to invite you, all of you listening. You know, uh, both Kevin and I offer coaching. We coach uh, both separately and we also coach together. So if you have found that person and you're a committed couple and you're in a relationship and it's no longer fun or you're missing the part of that sexuality or you want to get back to feeling closer again, these are all things that we can help you with. We have an amazing program. And if you give us 90 days, we can help you bring the passion back between the sheets and be synced up sexually so that you can thrive with more purpose and passion. So to know more about our couples coaching program, go to CelineRemy.com forward slash passion. And if you're not yet in a relationship and you're a single guy and you want to get to some help to just raise the level, the bar of who you are as a man and who you attract. You can work with Kevin or myself uh, one-on-one and we can help you get there. And Kevin is really, really good at that. So uh, go to CelineRemy.com. You'll find everything to work with us there. Absolutely. While we do teach a lot of the same things, we each have our own styles and whoever you resonate with the most is who you should work with. And I'm telling you, the new year is always the time to finally do those things that you constantly say that you're going to do and then you don't do. So if you want to get your romantic life, your relationships, your sex life back in gear where they're supposed to be, there is no time like right now. All right. Mistake number eight. They stay within their comfort zone talking to women. 
Ooh. Oh, this is a good one. So, you know, like with most of these lists, and I say this every time we have like a long list, but, you know, <laughs> a lot of times we sit down and we write our list of things that we think. And then we go out and we research. We go, what do, I, what do other people say? And then, you know, a lot of times we're like, okay, we already got that on the list. Or sometimes we're like, ooh, that's interesting. Hadn't thought about that one. This one came from doing some research and I really liked it. And that's why I wanted to put it on the list. So what do we mean by staying within their comfort zone? Well, here's the thing. It's somewhat related to not being yourself, but you can still be yourself, but stay in the comfortable part of yourself, (laughs) right? So let's say that uh, you're having a conversation and some... Something comes up that has to do with whatever the political winds are, you know, talking about at that particular time. Well, you don't want to offend this person or maybe have her be turned off. So you will completely avoid it and just stick to the, the topics of conversation that you feel very comfortable with. There are several problems with that. The first one is, is look... <clears throat> If she's going to have massively different political views for, from you, then you want to know that right away. Like, don't, don't let that get in the way. And, it, and that's just one example. It could be anything. It could be about money. It could be about all kinds of things that tend to be divisive. Like, you want to get that stuff out right up front so that you don't have any sort of problems down the road. But here's the bigger one that I see. And you can tell me, Celine, if you think I'm, I'm right on with this one. Women like men who take risks, especially calculated risks, not necessarily foolhardy risks, but like it might be a risk to bring up a particular topic, but if it's something you really believe in and you have good reasons for that belief, even if they don't agree with you, they will at least respect you for bringing it up, for having a valid reason for it, and for being open to discussion about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the being the boring guy is not going to lead you anywhere. And I think taking a chance and a risk of exposing yourself, well, um, it will basically from the start set the, the tone. Don't take it personally if she doesn't like you, like that personality. But I think you're going to have much better quality relationship if you are... Um, yourself from the start and willing to take this risk to this chance to talk about the uncomfortable things to do the uncomfortable things and just step out most women like a man who is bold absolutely who goes out and gets what he wants yes and that doesn't mean doing it in an an asshole way or a taking way but she just wants to know that like there's a spark there there's a fire there's a drive right Mm -hmm. and when you stay too much in the comfort zone it's just like same old, same old, boring. <laughs> it's definitely not going to bring sparks in the long-term relationship. No. That's for sure. I'm going to move on to mistake number nine and kind of like go a little bit quicker through a few things. Um, the mistake number one is about thinking that he can buy her attraction of or love. And I think everyone who has any degree of wealth is very familiar with that because in a sense wealth attracts so people will want you but you never know do they want you or do they want your money but you can also when you have a lot of wealth be like i can get anything i want if i pay high enough 
And the thing is, yeah, you can get anything you want, but you can never get true love. You can never get that genuine, authentic things. And there are people who are totally attracted to money. And it's, it's kind of one of those jokes, like, what do you need to attract a woman? A big fat wallet or a big dick, right? <laughs> and, and the thing is, I kind of want to say that this is not true. Like, we should stop making those stupid jokes. It's kind of the jokes about the blondes. Like, come on. Like, not every blonde is, is stupid and not every woman is just utterly fascinated with money we want some more because guess what a lot of us women are making our own money and a lot of women are actually earning more than the men counterparts so we really don't need you the same when it comes to money as we did before so if you approach it from like i can buy anything i want especially her attraction or love you could buy her attraction probably but her love you can never buy it yeah that's a big one so you know it's okay to buy her things and all, but but don't expect that that's all that you need. You're still going to need all the other things that we've talked about. Absolutely. If, I mean, if you want to have a real relationship, like a relationship with depth, a relationship with true love, I mean, you can have a superficial relationship that way, but... Anyone can have that. Yeah. Mistake number 10, thinking that attracting her or seducing her is wrong. And this is kind of fascinating and it kind of ties in a little bit with the... Um, holding back with your sexuality Mm -hmm. mistake but i think it's such a good one because some people are conflicted right now it's like is it manipulative if i want to seduce this person or attract this person do you do you know what like some of the the like most selling i should say one of the most selling genres in books is uh, is it romance like novels? Romance. Okay, I'm, Ro- romance I'm novels. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> but but what is every romance novel? Every romance novel is they're mostly written for women, and and they are a guy seducing a woman mm-hmm. over and over and over again with various different you know details. But that's basically what they are. Why Mom's so lame sometimes? <laughs> yeah, but but why do they sell so much? Is the question, and the answer to that is because women want to be seduced. So. Kick that idea that it's wrong because it's definitely one of the mistakes. It's not the seduction that's the problem. It's the intent behind the, sedu- mm. the seduction that is the problem. This is huge. I want to make sure you heard that, that it is the intent behind whatever you're doing, whether it's the seduction or anything else. Like if it's, if it's coming from a place of love, it will end up way better than if it's coming from a place of well, fear of manipulation right so so if you're seducing her just because you want to get her in bed for a one night stand and then never talk to her again or return her text messages or calls or anything like that that's a problem but if you're seducing her because you're genuinely interested in her and you're genuinely interested in having a relationship with her that is completely different And that is a great way to create some attraction and some polarity. Trust me, she wants to be chased. She wants to be seduced. She just wants it to come from a place of love and and genuineness. All right, mistake number 11, thinking that you have to have money or looks to get a girl. Uh, Yeah, this is a good one too. This one was another one I picked up from uh, doing some research, which is, you know... Does it help to have money and, and good looks? Of course it does. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you have money, you know, you're going to have a nice car. You're going to have means. It's going to be attractive. If you're, if you're good looking, you know, everyone's attracted to good looking people. Mm-hmm. But 
it doesn't mean that if you don't have those things, that you cannot meet people and that you cannot have connections. It doesn't mean that at all. And the article I was reading where I got this particular one from had a whole series of photographs of really not particularly attractive men with very attractive women. Some of them were even wedding photos. So you can't just say, well, sure, they went out on a date once, you know? like <laughs> It's possible because looks are what attract us initially, but they're not what keep a relationship together long term. And trust me, you can ask any, you know, famous Hollywood whatever person where they're all model looking, right? And the relationships are disaster. And they're, <laughs> they're on like wife number six now, you know, right? And every single one of them was hot, like ridiculously hot. But the relationship didn't work because that's not what a relationship is about, right? Mm-hmm. So all that means is that you have to use the gifts that you do have. Maybe it's your personality. And you also have to have self-love because it all comes from the inside. If you accept yourself just the way you are, as you are, other people will do the same. So if you so hang up on like, oh, I don't have the looks or there's this something wrong about me, until you come to peace with that part of yourself, you will attract other people who will judge you for having that or not having it. And so that's when it's time to do the inner work. The time that you can look in the mirror and not be bothered by who you are and what you see, you, you, you'll find that people will react the same way to you as you are now doing to yourself. Yeah, you know, and as guys, you know, we're, we're somewhat fortunate that we have the advantage that our looks don't matter as much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of sad, but it's true. Like, we get a lot more passes in the looks department, you know, like, if we... If we have a good personality and, you know, we've got something going on in the world and we're, we're, we're doing things and making things happen, you know, we might be a little rough around the edges, but women will still love us, right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. All right, let's move to mistake number 12. If you do whatever she wants in the hope that it will impress her and makes her like you. This is quite a mistake because... We don't, we don't really want you to do everything we want. As a matter of fact, we don't like it when you say no to us, but we will respect you. And I think if you don't have her respect, if she can have you her way with you and, and always like manipulate you or do what she wants, she will not be fully attracted. So it's again, it's that very important and delicate balance there where you do want to take her opinion into consideration you don't want to you do want to please her you do want to make her uh you know impress her or make her happy but it shouldn't be at the extent of you uh, not being yourself or trying so hard to impress her right so that would be like okay you're talking about going on a date and she's like hey why don't we go here and do this thing and it's like the thing that you despise the most <laughs> and you're like Ah, uh, okay, yeah, sure, if you want, we'll, we'll go do that. And then the whole time you're freaking miserable because you don't even want to be there doing that. You either can't eat the food, you don't want to be doing whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know. She would like it more if you said, oh, okay, well, that's a great idea. However, unfortunately, you know, I can't eat the food there or I don't like that particular activity, but here's another idea. How about we do this? And she might say, well, I don't really like that one. And then she'll come back and say, how about this? And then you go, yeah. You know what? I like that idea. Let's do it. I'm going to take you right now. And the other thing too, at least be honest, you could be like, I really don't like doing this, but I'm willing to do this with you because it could be fun, but I don't like it. 
at least be really upfront with it, you know, yeah. rather than just tag along. Absolutely. I want to talk about our last mistake here because that we probably could do an entire show on it. Maybe we should. And maybe at one point we will. But it's all about the woman personality. And so if you are being annoyed when women test you, Rather than see it as an opportunity to grow, that is a big mistake. And yes, we do test you. We do not Please. do it on purpose. Explain all the time. to the audience what you mean by that. You know, we'll be we'll be subtly and not so subtly testing uh, your your confidence in something, testing how strong your opinion is, testing your love for us, testing your uh, dedication. And so by doing that, we'll uh, sometimes like we'll be like asking things or maybe we'll, we'll make a comment or say like, I don't think you can do this or like, I don't know, like, could you really do that? You know, so like, we're, we're right. trying to help you to show us that you're this strong being. So and, we're doubting who you are, right? And here's what you're looking for in that situation. You're looking for, does he respond back and say, well, of course I can do it. I've done it before. I know I can do it. Uh -huh. Or even if you've never done it before, you're like, oh yeah, I know I can do this. I'm 100% sure. Or do you say, ah, you're right. I, I, I probably can't. Oh, that was so bad when you said that, Kevin. I <laughs> felt it. If I had an erection, it would just have come down. Like it was like deflated <laughs> just in def two seconds. Just deflated your lady boner. Huh? Absolutely. I was like, that was so bad. But it is true. And, and you know, most women don't realize that they do that. Uh, but we will do some little tests. We'll, we'll, sometimes it, it will be a little bit annoying. It's true. I will admit it. But you can't hold it against us. You just have to be okay with it. This is why I wanted women to listen to this, even though we were talking about men trying to attract women, right? Because how many women, raise your hands now, how many of you were not aware that you do these subtle little tests to your man all the time? Yeah, I know. I know a whole lot of hands just went up. And the hands that didn't go up, well, some of you were already aware, which is why you didn't put your hands up. But the rest of you are lying. Because <laughs> you know you do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one day we'll probably make an entire show on that. There is so much more to talk about it. But at least have this idea and hold that as some of the basics when it comes to the mistakes. Right. Um, so, so just to sum that one up a little bit, like from the man's point of view is to not get annoyed by that. To understand that women testing you is part of who they are. Right. And because they're that's their way of sensing whether or not they can trust you and whether or not we're safe with yes. you. And mm -hmm. it really comes down to safety ultimately. And it's not always conscious. But yeah, that's a deep, deep like that. That desire for safety is so strong for us women, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk uh, to wrap this show up a little bit. Um, you know, now that we've walked you through all of these different mistakes and you probably are looking at them and I'm like, yeah, some of them I do, some of them I don't, but it, they give you a good idea. Now, why would you want to try to change these patterns if you find yourself doing some of these mistakes? And really what it comes down to is when you change the patterns then you can attract higher quality women. If you always have issues and you're like, well, um, I don't know why, but women always do that. <laughs> the one common denominator is you. Well, they might still be doing that is how you react to it. And so it's important to understand that how you show up will also affect how the other person interact with you. <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. What you said just reminded me, I was sort of 
self-coaching a friend the other day, you know, who was having some troubles. And one of the, the comments he made was that, you know, he's had a bunch of relationships that all had this similar thing. So I just, you know, as a bro, I got to be like, okay, dude, if all your relationships <laughs> tend to have the same problem, what's the common denominator? It's you. <laughs> it really is. It's you. If you find yourself in this place and you want to make some of the changes, how do you go about that? And I've got a little formula here that I wanted to share with you. Number one, you have to know yourself. And nobody from the outside is going to give you the answers. You have to find them from within. And trust me, we love a man who really knows himself, who knows and is like, this is what I can do. And this is what I will not do. I'm, I'm the king of my kingdom. This is what we do in this kingdom. If you want to join in, great. If you don't, well, I'll find somebody else who wants to. Yep. It's, it's really hot. Number two, you got to learn to be comfortable being alone because... Too many people go from one relationship to another and feel so empty within and uncomfortable alone and trying to fill that hole with somebody else, which never works. Well, not only that, but we're talking about attracting women here, right? You feel lonely and alone and you're so needy. Not only are women spectacular bullshit detectors, they are even better neediness detectors. And if they detect that you are in that needy place, they are running for the hills. Absolutely. Here's what you want to do. You want to start to get clear on the type of woman that you want to date. And then... You want to look at what kind of man would this particular woman want to be with. And you want to look at how different is that man from who I am. Be honest. Be honest. You got to be honest here. This, this is huge. We do that in our private coaching with clients too. And it's definitely a question that stirs up a lot of things. So, When you're looking at supermodel and you're like, what kind of man would she date? Would she date James Bond or would she date Mr. Bean? James Bond, for (laughs) sure. If you don't know who either of those are, you're probably really young. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your last step after that is once you've become clear about, you know, who you want, the kind of woman, the kind of man you want to be. Basically, you're not going to change everything in one day. And what you need to do is every time you take an action is to ask yourself, am I taking this, am I getting closer to the person I want to be, or am I remaining in my comfort zone and who I truly am? Any expansion will feel uncomfortable. Any expansion stepping out of your comfort zone will be a little not so good. And and a client of mine at some point was like, yeah, but I don't like doing it because like it just doesn't feel as comfortable or like it doesn't feel as easy. And I was like, well, that's the point. If it just feels easy and comfortable, you're just doing the same thing. And if you do the same thing, you'll have the same result and you attract the same type of woman. So you want to be able to take steps out of your comfort zone and you want to ask yourself, like, am I taking that step in towards the direction of that new person I want to become or is it taking me away? And then you can make a decision on which direction you want to go. And ideally, you want to take as many steps as possible every day towards the person you want to be. I managed to do it without with sneezing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Good job for holding that one in. <laughs> my nose was like totally like, you know, like itchy. I was like, can I make my point? And this was it, ladies and gentlemen. I just like hit the hammer with that sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> 
This show is always real and raw, including the bodily functions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that, I think, was a fantastic list. And I think if you could really... If you could really learn those things, you will have such an easier time attracting women, as well as you will attract better quality relationships all around. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab Podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.